Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Like always, go on over to Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Follow us. Go to our website, hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Go to our website, audioapesmusic.com. All of our music, our bios, our videos, everything. We got some music coming real soon. And because we got music coming soon, some of these episodes lately might be a little bit shorter than normal because... We're working on a lot of stuff. We, we just got done having like, I don't know, two, three hour meeting, getting some stuff together to put out and uh, we're busy. So today's episode, we're going to discuss the midterms. We're going to recap the midterms, the outcome, what they mean to us, what we think they mean going forward and our predictions for the 2020 presidential election. Right off the bat, midterms, midterm night, election night. Yeah. For me, it's like a Super Bowl. I love it. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, I don't want to say confusion, but definitely a weird. It wasn't the blue wave that the Democrats were were saying was going to happen. And, but then at the same time, they did win back the House. Republicans won the Senate. So I, th- I think if I was a Democrat, I'd be a little confused as to what direction we're supposed to go in because there wasn't like a clear, like I guess a silver lining, you know, like, oh, yeah. this is where it was, what it is. And I remember we had an episode where we said <clears throat> this election might make or break them, but now I don't... F- now I feel like it's just just confused them. I feel like this election is more of the same for them. Yeah. I think that they expected to do a lot better than they did, but they are happy with the fact that they got the house. But the house victory, it's not really an overwhelming majority. It's not really an overwhelming term. Like, not term, but turn as far as the numbers go. Whereas, like, with Obama's midterm, like, his turn was, like, way crazier, like, as far as, like, the seats that shifted. And throughout the course of the history of our nation, I think there's only been a handful of times where the whatever the president who was in there at the time, their party didn't win the the house going or or did win the house it's always the other party that typically wins the house in the midterm election i thought i think that if there was a blue wave it would have been they would have won the senate and the house and i think they would have won a lot more seats to me and to a lot of people that you know that i've been reading different articles and and different uh historians and economists that have been like looking at the situation 
it seems like the Senate is, um, to a lot of people, a clear-cut sign that Trump has a very good chance in 2020. Yeah. Well, it was, what was it that, uh, I'm not sure as far as the swing, the not the swing states, but the blue states that he took, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, those were uh, like the ones that, to me, kind of, because because Trump won those last election. If I'm not, if 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 mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that Wisconsin's like the most, the one that he could take because it was like a close race. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, so I feel like those, I guess. If you pick the right Democrat, because Ben Shapiro had had mentioned uh, that, like, if if you pick the guy like Biden who does good in those states, then you might have like a tight race. Mm-hmm. But, but that would be the only guy. And then Biden, I don't know that people would want to go back to the old. That was the whole point of of Hillary facing Trump and not doing so well was like uh, more of the same. Yeah. So that's kind of what would be, that's really like the only guy that I can see, I can see do well. Bernie, I thought would have done well if he would have won the first time, but I don't think Bernie would do well anymore because I just feel that the results, results do matter. Economic results, the money, as they say, money talks, bullshit walks. So why would you go the polar opposite? Another thing. Trump ran uh with almost kind of a way different team the first time. If you if you if you compare his his administration now to before, he's kind of catered I don't I don't want to say he catered, but he he pivoted a lot of the people in his administration and it's kind of it looks more like a like a Republican, like a like a more of a conservative, yeah, uh, approach. So, and then a lot of the stuff that he's passed, it just kind of it's it's been very conservative. They've said that this was a, a, a much more conservative year than I think the last three four presidents, which that means it's it'd be Bush, the Bushes, Reagan. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so I think a, a lot of the the numbers that that didn't pop up last time because they didn't know what Trump cuz i mean that was a legitimate argument with with people like they didn't know what to expect because mm-hmm. of the way he was and like and the way he ap- approached things and some of the stuff that he was saying was more on the populist end than than like what what people what conservatives liked you know like the tariffs and stuff like that, yeah, and shit like that. So, so now you're starting to see that he's been a solid on on the economy. Foreign policy was pretty much impeccable. Um, even even the tariffs, you can't really like, cause like conservatives didn't really like the tariff thing. But like, if you see what he's kind of tried to do with with the whole tariff thing, which has been like using it more as a bargaining tool mm-hmm. and kind of like rearranging things to kind of compete on the manufacturing job level and all that shit. Like, I think that there's a method to the madness. And now that people have seen it, 
the Republicans would be a lot more willing to vote for him, like the more, uh, I say, by the book Republicans. Well, I think that's one of the things about this midterm election that was very evident, his ability to get people buckled down Mm -hmm. on the conservative side of things. And I would say more or less coinciding to what you said earlier about the Democrats maybe being a little bit confused about these midterms is the idea that they're going forward with confusion. And I feel like this has really solidified what the Republican Party is right now you know what i'm saying and going forward that really does make all the difference in the world because with the democratic party if you have one part of the party pulling like the the suburban district democrats that are more moderate and to be quite honest with you may agree with trump on a lot of stuff because they are more moderate then you got like the alexandria ocasio cortez's that are way left, way extreme, yeah. that really does create a divide in the party. Yep. Um, see, the thing is, a lot of people say, oh, well, that argument is the same argument that one could have used with Trump when he was running as an outsider anti-establishment versus all of those establishment candidates. Kind of true, but also not because the thing is, I, I feel like w- a big portion of Trump's backing was the Tea Party. See, like the thing is that was that when the Tea Party started to develop, people like they criticized them a lot. They kind of like they they discounted them like, oh, whatever. These like old ass people, they don't know what they're talking about. They're crazy, whatever. And they were tired of government being the way that ran the way that government was ran. And then you had Steve Bannon, who's always been like a very like grassroots from the ground up type of of guy. And then he was Trump's strategist. Mm -hmm. And you see that that was that was it. So I think with that, you see that that was the evolution. That was an evolution of the party. That maybe people didn't know it was time to happen. And maybe there were some people that weren't necessarily ready for it. With the Democratic Party, though, I don't necessarily see it like that. I think they really are split. I think they're split between the identity politics side of things, the more socialist slash communist side of things, and the, well, yeah, I'm on the left, but I'm not that crazy. You know, the, those people and yeah. and there's the where you have the divide yeah it's more clear cut on the right side and let's not forget all these quote unquote scandals and the media just going after Trump like that for him to for there not to be a blue wave as a democrat I'd be like man yeah what it, like for everything all the slit the 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 shit slinging yeah. that they've been doing to Trump Bad mouthing, bad mouthing, bad mouthing, not reporting any of the good. And for you to just get that and for a number of them to be moderate, I don't know. I don't know. Now, what I will say in 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 
terms of what the Democrats did well is obviously they won the house so I mean that was that was one that was one good thing that they did it's two points actually and they also they um I don't know if this is much of an accomplishment but they're not extinct you know what I'm saying they're no they're still in the fight yeah and and, and then another thing too is like I feel that what would have happened if they decided like, if they didn't do well was what happened to the Republican Party, which was like they kind of st- started over, and 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 then a lot of the Republicans didn't even see that they started over. Like you said, the Tea Party. What's the difference between a Bush and a Trump? Trump uh, Bush was mu- like it was like during that time it was like a globalist type yeah. worldview. But see, when shit hits the globalist fan, globalist and very establishment. Yeah, very establishment, globalist. And I'm not saying like being a globalist is bad. I don't think. I think. I think there's stuff in that that's good. There's stuff in populism that's good. I don't think either or is the answer. But when everything is terrible, the economy's terrible. There's no jobs, uh, regulation everywhere. People are gonna be like, "What the fuck." Like we're we're worried about all this shit, and we're not even taking care of our own. The immigration situation has panned out very well for Trump, and and now it's like you start seeing videos on World Star, where like like black folks are talking about oh, well I mean we have an economy where there's jobs. I'm not trying to have someone come in from another country taking jobs that I. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and I that, want, and that I could do. And that's what's so crazy about how like bad mouth Steve Bannon gets. But he, that's something that that guy has been talking about for years. Yeah. Is saying that you want to call Trump a racist, and that he doesn't like black people and he doesn't like Hispanic people, but those immigrants that are going to come over, they're not going after many white people's job it's the 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 legal blacks and and hispanics that are here it's more so their jobs that they would be taking yeah so for him to be fighting so hard for that clearly shows that he's not a racist because it's like you think like the white guy that goes to work and i'm not saying all white guys go to work in a suit and a tie but this is as a a generalization just like 99 percent of them yeah, I'm you, you think kidding. that the white guy that goes to work in a yeah. suit and a tie is worried about like, like some immigrant taking his job? No, no, it's 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 others, and he's been saying that for years. But it is very nice and very refreshing to see a lot of the black community coming to that realization. Yeah. Like, yeah, like whoa, like we have these people coming here, and it's and it's the, our jobs that they're going to be taking. Yeah, and, and then not to mention like when with the whole Jim Acosta situation where Trump like got in a heated debate with him. He didn't like, just get in. I don't even know if you want to call that a debate. Like no. Trump, like sort of demolished him. Yeah, yeah, he, he manhandled him, and and the reason why though is first of all he didn't let Jim Acosta control the narrative. He was saying, no, 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 we need people. Because when he was talking about the immigration, he's like, no, 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 we got jobs. We got, Hold on. And then the, the Jim said, hold on. And he's like, we have so many jobs. We want people to come into this country, but we want them to come in legally, which is 
true. Like, that's and and that's and that's that. what's so great ab- about him is and how he handles the press is that you're not going to control the narrative. Yeah. You want to control the narrative. I'm not going to allow you. And that's why it's very scary the lack of self-awareness that the media has when Trump says you're the animal, the enemy of the people and they're like, oh, look it, he's a fascist. Like, no, 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 no. What you're, what, what you're not understanding is he's not saying the fact that you are the press is the enemy of the people in and of itself. It's the way that you press makes you the enemy of the people. Yeah, and, and, and to me, because, you know, then they revoked his uh, his yeah. media pass or whatever. Yeah, but, but that was because he assaulted that girl, though. Yeah, which, which like, when I saw the video, whatever. It is what it... Like, to me, you don't even have to do that, though. You're grandstanding. Yeah, but, but the thing is, the thing is, it is good because they they played the same game they did because when yeah, Corey Lewandowski grabbed that chick by the arm, oh, CNN, they blew right. that shit up. Oh, assault who is this guy why and then and then it's like all right well jim acosta like pushes the girl's hand away like two or three times he pushes her away it's just like all right well you're and and see to me it's like there's reason enough for you to to not to to get the past revoked because then they were saying oh it's an attack on democracy the fact that jim acosta no you're grandstanding you're trying to play this pity party game and like He's answering the questions, and then you keep trying to cut him off. You're clearly just, you just really want to, like, make him look bad. And it's like, are we here to answer questions, or are we here to fucking, like, for you to make a political stand about whatever the fuck it is you feel? You know, like, you can ask questions, and that's it. So, like, on just the fact that that's what he's doing, like, who wouldn't get annoyed? And and Jim Acosta looked like a real moron when he was saying all of that about the, the... The migrants coming over, and then you know, about that commercial or whatever, and Trump was like, "They're not actors. That's those are real people." <laughs> and he, Jim Acosta, but they're far away. Oh, that's oh, besides wait, wait. the point. And that was another thing. They're far away. They're coming here, though. <laughs> they're coming. They've made it clear. Like, and look, listen. If I were them, I would try to come to the United States too. To be honest, like, like the fact that like it's so terrible over there, but that speaks to to the shit that they're going through and what they voted for and, and what happened, you know? So they're coming because it's so messed up over there. But we can't, we can't, you can't just take everyone's problems in, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's a big and then, problem. And then the, not only yeah. that, like, this this is not the best element of people coming over either. Like, you see a bunch of videos that are out there online yeah. of, like, them like trying to like take down helicopters like with rocks like the helicopters like come in surveilling them and yeah. it's just like i mean that's insane that's that's well, crazy like what kind of caliber of person would do that that you know what i'm saying like willingness to like kill those pilots in yeah. there for doing what they need to do it, it, to me it, it's just it's just so funny because you look at you look at anything else that that requires you to to be better right a company a team a sports team like at what point do you ever say oh well we gotta look out for for everyone or are you gonna get the best that's available right and then you know yeah i'm gonna get the best running back for my team not gonna get the running back that beat cancer and did like i'm trying to get the best running back 
if I if I if I have if I'm employing the best engineers, I want the best engineers. You know, I want the best at everything. So of course, as a country, you want the best immigrants. So what is so hard to say like we could pick or we could have a way of doing this where we can and, and we've talked about it before with with, with certain certain uh, people that, that migrate to, to the United States and, and, and they make the United States better. They go into the medical field. They go into the engineering field. You know, it's like a lot of this stuff was brewing. Again, I go back to you forget about the little guy when shit is bad, but when shit is bad, that's when the little guy struggles the most. Yeah. Like, I don't have a job. There's no jobs to apply to. I got to work at McDonald's. Like, you know, like, so a, a lot of times, like, you got to remember, like, you have to fix what's wrong in your area and what's wrong with your people before you could go and help other people. That's not racist. That's no, not racist. Not not the least bit. Yeah, not at all. And and, and to me, that's that's the thing that, that is the most confusing, like you said. And because so many people are recognizing that, that's why the Democrats didn't make as big of an impact as they thought they were in these midterm elections. Yeah. And like we said earlier, going forward to 2020, I would be a little bit concerned if I was them. Cause you have that aspect, but you're also going to have a new dynamic that's about to brew. And the dynamic is that's about to brew is what are things going to be like now between the house, mainly the speaker of the house and the president. That and also, again, that coincides with the confusion because impeach, impeach, impeach. Now you have all these people riled up about impeaching someone for no damn reason. So now it's like you're like the people that voted for certain certain Democrats. Like, like if you start focusing on all these investigations and all this and that, like. And you're not really trying to do something constructive with your time. There's two years left for 2020. There's two years. You got to get your shit together. You can't be worrying about all this, all, all this shit that you haven't found anything. Well, and that's what we're going to see in January when they take over what their what their agenda is going to be. And if their agenda continues to be Trump himself, that's going to create that interesting dynamic that I was alluding to a, a little while ago is now you're going to give Trump because clearly them trying to highlight Trump's shortcomings or inadequacies or as a president or whatever is not really panning out for them all that well. But now you're going to give him a chance to highlight your shortcomings and your inadequacies and it does seem like when he does that, people respond because he says it in a way that they can relate to. He pretty much said that 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 the, the left wants to go socialism. The left wants to let all the immigrants in. And if you look at the people that Trump campaigned for in these midterms, they won. Uh, the they, they said that, that the, the Senate race in Texas, Beto O'Rourke, he spent so much money. I think it's like, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, historical amount for a Senate yeah. race. Yeah. Every celebrity was was like was out there. Beyonce was like it had a had a, a picture on her Instagram. 
with like half naked with a with a hat that said Beto. Yeah. Like like all of that stuff and and he didn't win because Trump was Trump was with Ted Cruz. The the situation in Georgia, the situation in Florida, all of these places that were supposed to be tighter tighter races. That's another thing with the Florida situation. They're going on a recount and 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 there was that one district that didn't want to give in like give the information for the so I wonder I know, I wonder what the hell that's about. Yeah. Cuz there's people saying they want to hold her in contempt because she's she's trying to hide something or what. I don't know cuz there's no there's not enough information to 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 know if if there was any tampering with votes there, but it was a little fishy when I was reading about it. And so you have all of that brewed up and and boiling and now you you might give him depending on if you continue to make Trump your agenda, you give him this opportunity and this platform to point out your shortcomings and your failures and your inadequacies. Do you ride that into 2020? If you're the Democrats, do you ride that into that year of an election? And then now you have nothing, nothing to stand on. Yeah. Because if it's been two years and it's not working, like none of that, none of the, the finger pointing is working. At what point do you start focusing on policy? And and then you know again, identity wise, what does that mean for them going forward? Who will be their front runner? Who will be their their go to person in 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 this time for them? Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is this: we we learned this with with Obama. Like even though people weren't messing with the Democratic Party where it was going. Obama was kind of like the rock star of 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 the Democrats and we're starting to see that with that's kind of like something uh, the same theme with Trump is Trump stands out as like the the popular guy on the right so we need to take account of that too like for it not to have been such a drastic blue wave well it wasn't a blue wave there was nothing drastic about it. They won a lot of the house seats, but what does this mean? Does this mean that people does this does this mean that that Trump is gonna unanimously take twenty twenty or you know like you don't I don't yeah. know what the that, that I, well, makes I, I mean. guess to make a prediction like that it's a little too early to tell just because it's two whole years of of who just knows yeah. what the fuck. But but it is it does make me. And I guess that's again. I go back to the not knowing how 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 to feel about it was because it, it was really like a situation where it it really like makes more questions pop up than anything. Like who who are they gonna pick on the left? Yeah. <laughs> so who are they gonna pick? We'll see. They start the uh, well as they say the 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 road to the presidency starts right after the midterms. That's now you're campaigning. Yeah. So I, we'll we'll definitely find out by next year, seeing like you said, where the left takes it, where the house takes it. Yeah, and and, and what we'll know in January what their agenda is going to be because if they start talking like impeach, if they start talking investigations, if Trump is their agenda. I mean, it it hasn't panned out for them so far, and I I I don't think it will. Especially no. when 
so much is going right for him and and his agenda which is primarily based on policy they're gonna have to do something about that and history sort of speaks for itself in terms of them winning the midterms in the house and and the fact that they didn't even win by like drastic margins i wonder if i was sitting in the seat of a, of a democrat if i was wearing the shoes of a democrat right now if just analyzing this and 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 being reflective of the times if i would even personally consider it a win really because it's just like you know maybe if they had more seats in the house and and the senate as well then i'd be like because if this is something that kind of regardless as to the president it has always happened yeah. And then you look at, at Obama, who, like, as time goes on after his presidency, you know, a lot of people hail Obama and, and love him and all that. But you're starting to find out now, I guess at the time, people were a little bit scared to 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 vocalize it as much. But you're starting to recognize now how wildly unpopular his policies were. Yeah. And that's why you had such a shift in the House and in the Senate during his midterm. You didn't have that with Trump. So... What does that mean? Like you said, does it mean unanimous win for Trump? Because Obama still won a second term despite the, the level of unpopularity yeah. of, of the policies. He was a likable figure. But what I will say also, aside from not not just like the, the things that people liked about Obama, Romney had good policy but romney wasn't a very relatable character no it was not no and and i think that hurt him drastically uh yes because you know what i'm saying and and, because i wonder and I, i think about this from time to time if romney was a little bit more relatable a little bit more trump like if you will yeah would he have won you know what i'm saying well, yeah, because, I mean, Romney and, and Trump, both, like, wildly rich. Like, it just goes to show how character does matter. Oh, big time. And, big like, time. And, and then you see, again, like, to me, the, the, the standout candidates when it came to, you know, towards the end of, 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 the, of, of the first election was, like, you started to see, like, Rubio had those lines that were repetitive. You saw that that was a big problem for Hillary, like, you're just not relatable. You're not. You don't have charisma, and people gravitate towards that. And the 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 Trump Pence dynamic is <laughs> was was a good dynamic because like Trump, he's kind of obviously like the louder, more boisterous one, and all that. And Pence is the quiet boy. Trump, yeah, he, he Pence is, is 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 more quiet, more reserved. Obviously, a lot more religious. But the thing is this, what's crazy about it is 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 sometimes I wonder the people on the left that have really thought out the idea of impeaching Trump, if you get him out of there, do you think what's coming after him is gonna benefit you? <laughs> it's, this, it's probably gonna be, it's worse, gonna for be them. worse for you. I think so because because the, there's one thing there's one thing about about Trump versus versus Pence. Pence is a man of God and like 
typically men of God, like like the way that we hear like what Pence is, they really don't give a fuck what you think about them. Like Trump, you could tell he cares to some degree yeah. what people think about him. Pence is probably like, like I'll blow some shit up. Like, like I <laughs> no on some real shit. Like if yeah. it gets in the way of like yeah. what I believe my God ordained duty is to defend my country. Like yeah. he might blow some shit up. Like in the name of the Lord, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Whereas Trump, like he, he'll think twice about, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I, I, I think about that and, and I wonder if people have really given that any thought. That like if you get this guy out of here, <laughs> what you're getting, you think this is gonna benefit you? You think this guy is gonna side with you? Yeah, I remember this tweet that that kind of talked about that. Like, oh, you want to impeach him? All right, it's Pence. You want to impeach Pence? All right, it's uh, and it was just like a slew of people that they just wouldn't be happy with. The left wouldn't be happy with, and, and it it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work for you. It wouldn't be very good for you. And that dynamic between between Trump and Pence. It, it it was um in a way reminiscent of the dynamic between Obama and Biden because I think people wanted to see in that election I think people wanted to see Romney get a little bit greasy because see Obama Obama was kind of like Jay Z he never really had to get greasy because Biden did w- w- did all the grease ball shit yeah. and Biden said a lot of greasy ass shit that like yeah. just flew way under the radar yeah. like one of the most infamous quotes was the whole put you jo- back in chains yeah the whole yeah he wants to put you he wants to put Romney wants to put the black folks back in chains which where are you getting that from yeah like at least with Trump at least some of the stuff Trump says I could see. Where you get it from? I know that he he doesn't mean what you're saying he means, but yeah. at least because sometimes he doesn't phrase it in the most tactful way, I could see at least where you're getting it from. But with this dude, yeah, you just pulled that shit out of thin air. Like this, there was nothing about the man that like should have made you feel that way. So you had him, and then you had Paul Ryan, damn who, Mormon. Huh? Right, he's a Mormon. Yeah, and then and then you had Paul Ryan, who was also like very establishment, very not really willing to get greasy and yeah. all of that. So they didn't have like a great a great dynamic. It was really Romney and Paul Ryan is kind of like Romney light, you yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Romney light. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Sailor, she got uh, Sailor, uh, Sarah Palin, she got greasy with Biden. Oh yeah, like. Yeah, but it was just or her problem was Sarah Palin. I think like looking back on it now was not a bad candidate. Yeah, it was. I think McCain was the issue there. Yeah, like honestly, honestly, if I believe if Sarah Palin was was Trump's running mate, she would be the first female vice president right now. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, but I, I feel that. But they did a good job going with Pence to to yeah. get the evangelical vote and like the more ultra conservatives. Yeah, it I made it, it made it made the more ultra conservatives feel more comfortable with yeah. Trump. Yep, and and uh, it was just kind of like you should go that route, like because it's like you said, it's the dynamic of like the Obama Biden. I don't think Biden would bode well with Trump's. Uh, uh, I guess I don't, re, re, Trump is like the perfect rebuttal for Biden. Yeah, 
rebuttal I, I, and beyond. Yeah, so like I feel like Biden, a lot of the stuff that Biden got away, if they do end up going with Biden, uh, it's not going to work very well. But he hasn't been very vocal. I don't know. Like that's. I mean, I'm. I guess I. I it, it was incepted in me because of this. The whole. That the, list that came out. Yeah, that list that came out. Not only that, but Ben Shapiro made a very good point. He does, like that. That's kind of his his uh. His neck of the woods, like the whole Ohio, uh, yeah, those, those states. So like I could see that. But, but as kinda... much as I fucks with Ben, there's some times where he's a little bit off in his assessments. Well, because yeah. Well, I don't know. This is this is what I'm saying. Out of all the candidates, I could see it, but what turned those states red in the first place was the populist. The populist agenda, which Biden is not a part of, so so it, I see what you're saying. There is like situations where like Ben he'll say something, but like he's not really looking looking at it as a whole, and and like that because I was shocked when 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 Trump was winning all those states. I was like, what the fuck? Now, obviously, in retrospect, you start seeing with the results. And what's happened is, oh, this is—that's why that—that that was the the approach that that sold them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Biden has that. Like, or even if Biden tries to take like the whole uh, Bernie, it's not gonna come out. Nah. It's not gonna be genuine it's because not gonna it, be it's, genuine, it's not no. who you are. And all who of a sudden, never, now you've become. Never been. Yeah. yeah, like like, and that's why I think Bernie was a uh, scary to me because, God no, but was that was Bernie's thing was the little guy. Just like Trump's thing on the right was the little guy. So for for Joe Biden, you've had eight years as vice president. This is your agenda. Your agenda is not one that you're giving a fuck. And then I think Bernie at the time it it, it was scary. Still the idea of it is is scary, but I think it's a little less scary now just because the little guy is doing better. Yeah. So now it's like, eh, what Bernie's saying is not as appealing anymore for for a lot of people. Record yeah, obviously not for everybody, but for a lot of people. But you know, going back to the the comparison of the campaign tickets, you know, uh, uh, Trump and Pence and and uh, and and Obama and 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 Biden and Romney and and Ryan. The bland, bland, no season, no salt, no pepper, white rice as ticket, probably in history, was Clinton and and Kane. The oh, oh yeah, yeah, Hillary, yeah. that shit I thought, was yeah oh that was that was terrible that was terrible Kane <laughs> shit yeah that that was that was pretty bad she was honestly she that was makes. Be- she Romney. was better off. She yeah. was better off either picking Bernie. She was better off oh, picking yeah. Bernie, or she was better off like even like picking like like uh if she, like Elizabeth Warren. She would have been better off. Yeah, I'm shocked they didn't go with. Why wouldn't they go with Bernie? Because like that's what, what. Well, because they fucking gypped him. They fucking yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you you think Bernie would have said no? I think he would have said, yeah, like if the way she presented it was reasonable, like, hey, listen, this is this can save 
this can save our party because yeah i mean there's no way if i was hillary i wouldn't have picked bernie there's no way of course not of there's course no way. not yeah. but but the 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 thing about it is is <laughs> which we covered many times on this show and in real life we've talked about it hillary is about hillary like she's not about the people like hillary is about hillary yeah Whereas, whereas, and that's kind of goes back to like that philosophical point that I made before about, about winning, about, (laughs) but, but also that you kind of want a politician that doesn't want to be needed. Like Hillary is part of that establishment that they want people to need them because that's who they are. Yeah. The good politicians are the ones that you could tell kind of wish that they weren't needed. It's like. I got this job to do, but at the end of the day, I wish people were like good without me. Yeah. Whereas Hillary is not like, no, she don't want you to be good. She wants you to need her. She wants you to feel like you need her. And, and you know what I'm saying? And so she has no interest in making her party better. Or, no, no, that was not on her mind at all. That That's probably why she picked Kane, the most non-threatening. Yeah. You like just yeah, you're there. Like yeah, nobody's gonna pay attention to you, and no one did. No, who, who is that guy anyway? No, I, honestly, I I don't even remember what state he's from. To be honest with you, and yeah. and this is some shit we follow, and I can't. I I know it's like in on the on the East Coast, but like in the, like the the Northeast Coast, but I I don't. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like Maine or some shit. Who knows? Yeah, it, it was it was it was bad. But yeah, that was the, the, the scary part when she was gonna pick the vice president. Cause I thought, I, I like I said, I I thought that that was the route, because just the popularity of Bernie. That would have been that alone. Yeah, that alone. Yeah. Oh well. But I guess let bygones be bygones for now. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep on listening. Remember, if you're listening on Apple, rate and review hit five stars one two three four five share this podcast with everybody your grandma your grandpa your mom your dad your brothers your sisters your friends your cousins your uncles everybody we'll be back next week we are now on spotify so if you listen to spotify check us out on spotify share us on spotify we're out peace peace